Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. I am your host, Mad Max. Today, we're going to be talking about, uh, it's going to be part one in our Fast and Furious timeline, and uh, we are going to be reviewing all the films, starting going back to the very beginning with uh, the original Fast and the Furious, which came out in... 2001 and man that makes me feel older than what I already am because this film was probably was probably one of the very first times that we had like a streetcar racing film to this extent usually we had you know uh, different films like this but who would have thought that this crazy little action movie that came out in 2001 would have kicked off by far one of the most successful franchises of all time and uh you know the movie was directed by the movie was directed by rob cohen it's written by david ayer and it's the first film in the nine film installment or technically 10 film installment but you got all the original stars from paul walker vin diesel michelle rodriguez jordana brewster from the original film and uh, this story is just a basically very, very kind of, I don't want to say similar, but in a way it's kind of cliche in a way that kind of goes back to the days of, of an undercover cop trying to investigate a street gang. And, you know, we've seen that story many, many times. And it is portrayed in a way that is much more fitting of the new millennium. You know, we had seen a movie similar like this in the 90s called Point Break with um, Keanu Reeves and um, and Patrick Swayze where, you know, Johnny Utah is infiltrating this surfer gang who are, you know, behind the scenes robbing uh, banks. But in The Fast and the Furious, we have Paul Walker's character, Brian O'Connor, investigating this under the underground street racing world to find out who these people are that are robbing um, semi trucks and things like that. So, I mean, this is this this first film was not that bad, you know. Even though it does follow the uh, a lot of similarities to Point Break, it does kind of have that feel of its own, like where it feels like a racing car moving, and it feels more like a uh, uh, it feels more of, of a of a modern movie than it does uh, uh, a revenge type movie or or a um, or a cop drama kind of like how Point Break was you know Point Break had like a message to it to where the movie in this one is to where the message in this movie was a little bit more kind of like hands down just a, a down and gritty street racing film and I gotta say man this was the introduction into the world of street racing and the cars in this film were absolutely amazing from you know from the, the Volkswagen Jetta to the Honda S2000 to the Paul Walker's uh, orange uh, Toyota Supra or even his uh, Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi I think it was Eclipse yeah, I think it was yeah, that first green car he drove. Yeah, that first green car he drives was, you know, I think it. I want to say it was an Eclipse because I know the red car that that Vin Diesel drives is that Mazda, 
And then I think, that, to be honest, what, what I found interesting about that was that when Vin Diesel first drives that Mazda RX at the beginning of the movie when he wins that first race, that's the only time we see him kind of like in a, in like a street racing car because in the rest of the series, we always see him in like a muscle car. Like when he brings out the 70s Charger at the end, you know, that's kind of more catered to him than it is anything else. And man, I got to say the cars in this movie definitely definitely uh 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 was was it was incredible man like you, you see a lot of cool cars and what in the movie and things like that but this was the first one where you had a i think these these films in general have a plethora of really cool and interesting cars some of which i've never even heard of and some of which i've seen in other films and things like that but man the the, the cars in this movie are just are, are really what you kind of want to go for um like i said the story is a bit cliche you know paul walker playing the undercover cop and you know he's investigating the the criminal element however he sees when he gets to know dominic toretto vin diesel you know you kind of see that you know there's something something about something genuine about him like he's not an ordinary criminal i mean he's not like the the Johnny Tran in the other, in you know, the other uh, character. You know, Rick Yoon plays Johnny Tran, and he's more of the triad. You know, he's doing this for profit, for money, but he's like an, a legit gang member to where Dominic Toretto and his team, they do it for the thrill of the ride rather than doing it for crime or for money or anything like that. You know, it's all about family with these guys. And, uh, man, I got to say, my crush for Michelle Rodriguez definitely starting in this movie. Uh, you know the the performance in this movie th are really centered on Vin on the 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 admiration and the conflict between Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Like you understand that Vin Diesel is really closed off from the rest of the world, and he's kind of got his own little circle of people that he trusts. And when he welcomes Paul Walker into it, he you know you he welcomes him not with open arms, but the scene in where you know, the, after the street race and Vin Diesel wins and all that, and um, you know the cop, the cops kind of break it up and everybody kind of runs, and then Vin Diesel tries to outrun everybody and on foot, but you know Paul Walker's probably the only one that actually goes back for him, and Vin Diesel sees that as man, this guy, you know, didn't run, you know, as he says in the movie that he didn't just run back to the fort, you know, the guy brought me back, and. Uh, so, I mean, it's pretty interesting, to say the least. And uh, it all goes from this and there. And everything that starts with the movie kind of goes off of that. And then when we get to the end of the well, not the last act of the movie, I will say, we get to that point where Paul Walker then has to reveal himself being the cop. And you kind of see that slow, like he's been lied to, so to speak. And that's a great moment played by Vin Diesel and... It's a little bit of a great moment played by both of them, actually. You see Vin Diesel kind of just turn. That anger just kind of turns to hate. Like this guy who I thought was supposed to be my friend and kind of understood our way of life is revealed to be a cop. And it's kind of crazy. And you kind of see that Paul Walker didn't want to do that, but at the same time, he still got a job to do. And it's a very interesting moment from beginning to end to see their relationship sort of blossom into close-knit brotherhood that is shaken by the fact that he is a cop 
not necessarily looking for him, but just trying to be able to do all this. And then, of course, the cliched ending when Vin Diesel and, and Paul Walker have that race at the end goes to show that, uh, you know, he lets him go and things like that. Very similar to Point Break. You know, he lets him go one last time. And But rather than the ending kind of being ambiguous, it kind of goes... Uh, it's kind of like set in stone that, you know, Paul Walker walks away, Vin Diesel drives off and lets him go and things like that. And I, I want to say that if you've ever seen the original Fast and the Furious, I'm talking about the very first one, there is a post credit scene in which you see Vin Diesel driving a Chevelle down in Mexico. And you would have thought that that kind of would have picked up where he, that, that when we, if, if they made a part two, which they did, it would have picked up somewhere right there, but it doesn't. You, you really don't see Vin Diesel again. He makes the cameo appearance in part three, and then we see him in part four. Like like part four where it picks up where Vin Diesel's in Mexico. But, I mean, I, I never really understood having a post credit scene that didn't really correlate with anything. Uh, I know there's a, um, there's a, uh, a prelude to, to Fast and the Furious part two, but that... That's only in Paul Walker's character. You see what he's been through for the in between, in between the events of the first Fast and the Furious, and then leading up to what eventually becomes Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this movie is kind of good. It centers on the performances from Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. I mean, I hate to keep com comparing it to Point Break, but if for some reason it's almost like an exact replica of Point Break, just instead of surfing and bank robbery, it's um, street racing and highway robbery, so it's a little bit different, uh, it's got a little bit more of its own edge, and it kick-started one of the arguably Universal's best franchise, and it's still kind of going strong uh, as of right now, um, but that's going to go ahead and end chapter one of the Fast and the Furious timeline right now, we're going to stop with uh, Fast and the Furious Part 1. I think next week we'll dive into Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, but anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. So if you make sure you hit that like, subscribe button, follow me on all podcast outlets, whether it's Apple, Spotify. I don't know if I'm on Pandora. I might have to check that out. I heard I was, but I'm not sure I have to look into it and things like that. But make sure you follow the podcast on all social media outlets, The Madhouse 21. Instagram, Twitter, all the stuff. If you got your own opinions, if you're looking forward to Fast Nine, you know, let me know in the comments. If you're looking forward to the the next installment, let me know online or things like that. If you don't, if you could really care less and they, you really think they should have stopped after the tragedy that happened with Paul Walker, let me know. Uh, but anyway, guys, that's gonna go ahead and wrap it up for this episode. As always, embrace your inner madness.